podcast, Vincompetent, with Bryce and Josh. The show where we talk about wine, food, and anything else that interests us. Hope you're ready for this, because I know we weren't. Okay, and in three, two, one. We're live. We are live. All live. Hello, everyone. Bryce, Josh, Leah, Marijuana Presents. Bien compétent. You're getting better at that. Of course I am. You just have to say it a few times. Practice. I like that. You like that? Bien compétent. Bien compétent. I was teaching Ray French phrases. It was really yeah. funny. Yeah. So she like, but she could she could repeat them pretty well, but she has no idea what the words mean. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you to. Our, oh, we didn't have our shirts on. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't have mine here. Water construction plug. Thank you to Water Construction. Uh, for sponsoring us with Jameson. And I want to do a shout out because Alex definitely like did a little like story with us one week, uh, like did date he? nights. He did. With the sultry oh, yeah. sounds. He did. I saw that. They like, oh, like next to a fireplace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listening to our podcast. Our number one fan. The least, the least sexy thing. It's like, it's like, there's like abstinence and then there's listening to our podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the yeah. best way to. We should really pitch it that way. Take it to high schools. Yeah. How to, how to bring down the teen pregnancy. I don't know that, it's, I don't know that it, the content is high schools. Mm. Like, instead of, like instead of thinking about baseball, if you want to last longer, you think about our podcast. Oh, is that what that is? No. Yeah. Like, think about your grandma playing baseball. Like, no, I'm going to think about Van Cole. Oh yeah. I just, I, I feel like when they start listening, they would just instantly have no sex drive anymore whatsoever yeah yeah well i don't think we have good radio voices probably no, before like with us they're like oof god yeah. look at these idiots yeah exactly what's the blur we have to we'll do blur s- face up <laughs> <laughs> can you do like a deep fake oh yeah that's, that's not hard that's easy that'd be good okay do a deep fake and we'll put uh, like jancis robinson's face we should put it over like, your face that'd be fun. <laughs> Be like, and we can start changing it. Like, all right, Vancouver Baton featuring Leah, Bryce, and Jancis Robinson. <laughs> Be like, how'd they get her? Oh yeah, wow. She comes into Saskatchewan all the time. <laughs> she flies in every. She flies in weekly, bi-weekly to do the podcast with us. Exactly. So, thank you, Water Construction, for all your Saskatchewan construction needs. Yes. And this bottle and, of Jameson. Anywhere, and anywhere else. Apparently, anywhere else in Canada. Anywhere else in Canada, the price, the price is right. They never said no. They did say no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we mentioned that and they were I like, we're that. not doing yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. We did that yesterday, so we did we did a catering for a friend of ours for his 40th birthday. Yeah. And we don't cater, but it's like a friend of ours, so we, we said we would do it. And I was going to send like homestead business cards and on them write, we do we not cater. We don't do this. <laughs> One and, like, and only. Well, this is great. Can we get this? Like, no, we don't cater. They asked Greg to talk about the menu, and uh, Greg starts, and he's two dishes in. He's like, oh, I should have done a disclosure at the beginning. We don't cater. This doesn't <laughs> Like halfway happen. through. Did people laugh? <laughs> yeah, they did. Was the food good? Did people like the food? It was delicious. Did you try the goose breast tartare? Yeah. So good, right? Do you know what else is good? What? The polenta and fig. I didn't try that. It's good. Yeah. Greg just made a menu out of yeah. stuff that we had here. It was awesome. We've lost so Leah. Why don't we cater? Uh, it's, I don't know. Ah, uh, because you suck at it. No, we're really good at it, so actually. So then why don't we cater? Because it's, like it's like a whole other business. Maybe we will. Right. I don't know. You wanna let's, I, let's I want to open another restaurant, but I don't want to start catering. I'd rather open a restaurant than catering. <laughs> oh, okay. And we need to get Mirror going. That's what we need to do. Yes, that's what we are doing. So we're focusing Currently. on that. Currently, we have a podcast that makes no money, 
but has a sponsor. That's hey. It's pretty good. So we're making money. We're, we're saving we're saving thirty bucks every six months here. Yeah. Thank you again, Warner Construction, for your nationwide <laughs> construction <laughs> needs. <laughs> okay. Do you have your book with the with our with our scores? Ah! <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Do you have our book with our scores on it? No. Oh, really? I remember them. Do you? You're 16 for 19. I'm fucking believable. 16 and a half for 19. What am I? 0 and, 0 and 3? 0 for 3. You're 0 for 3. I don't know. Do you want to count? Do you want to count the Sunday party? No. Because <laughs> then I'm Jesus. for three and a half for five. Because mm-hmm. you got that coffee one. Because I got the coffee one. Which is very impressive. And then Josh would be 17 and a half for 20. Even more. Sure. And, and Leah's oh for four. Zero. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Mm. Ooh. I don't have my phone. Do you have the biodynamic calendar? I don't. No. I do. I do. Okay. I know what I, I have think. No it is. idea. Okay, I have mine. <clears throat> Leah, what do you think it is? Why am I going first? I'll go first. You, no, Leah's got to go first because she's got the most wrong. Okay. I don't know. I think it's a root day. Mm. I think it's a flower day. I think it's a leaf day. Mm. Why leaf day? <laughs> because, well, it, was it, started, so off, it started off really, really nice. I was going to go flower, but then like it finished really bitter. Yeah, you know that's I mean? why yeah. I went with a root day, but I was mm-hmm. thinking, I was thinking leaf day, like it was just because it had green. some, yeah, yeah, it had some flavor. Okay. Like usually root day, it's like, okay. right? oh, this it's has something nothing on root days. Okay, yeah. okay, let's, fine. Okay, but we have also noticed that the length of time that the bottle has been open also affects the flavor. Great. Okay, ready? Yes. yes. Leaf day. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> this is the best game I hate this ever. game. It was a flower day, Bryce, up until oh, 9.47 this morning. I knew it. Stupid game. I think people are going to start thinking I'm cheating. You're not cheating. You are cheating. I, no. Listen, okay, here's the deal. People that are like the most amazing wine tasters, right, takes them like 30 years. I have been drinking Jameson every day since the age of... Probably 15. Eight. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> um, like, how much Jameson I've consumed in my life? Like, yeah. That's like a lot of experience put into that. But how much Jameson have you thought about the biodynamic calendar with? I don't, but that doesn't, I think it's think like you learn, no, because no, you, you learn the, the product well enough to know, mm-hmm. and then you can translate that into okay. what you know about the biodynamic, biodynamic yeah. calendar. Okay, well, I'm 18 and a half for 21. 18 and a half for 21. Amazing. Stupid fucking. Uh, what are we drinking today? <laughs> or what are we going to talk about and I'll pour the wine? We're going to talk segue. about natural wine in general. Can I just bring up one thing for a quick movie review? Oh, you're going to do movie review? A quick one. I told you about this. <laughs> we deci- I thought we I decided this. this podcast was going too far that way. Well, just, oh, quick one. Because, because I watch an exceptionally horrible movie and I told you oh, about it. it. It's called Battlefield Los Angeles. Oh, yes. So, really quickly, premise. Aliens in, in, are coming in um, to the to the world to invade. Uh, they send uh, a small group of Marines out into the city of Los Angeles, which is like looks like a third like it's like looks like Baghdad. It's like a war torn country, and they're fighting against the aliens. So the whole thing is this group's going to go in, 
and they're going to extract these civilians from a from a police station that's been abandoned and then they're going to do an air raid and blow up all the aliens because the aliens don't have air support so they go they get there and then it turns out the aliens have like spaceships and they shoot people and i'm like yeah they're fucking aliens like how do you think they got to earth exactly like i i was the worst Plot hole. Did you watch the whole thing? Of course I did. And guess who won? America. So when did the aliens decide that they were going to show their spaceships? Right away. <laughs> right away. And of you were course. like, I'm signing up for this. They're like, they're like in a bus. Uh, they're like, oh my god, they have air support and they're drones. I'm like, yeah, they flew here. They're aliens from outer space. Did they grow here? <laughs> so, anyways, so I just thought it was just what, what, horrible. What wine would you pair with that? With that movie, oh my god, because it was like, it was wildly entertaining, and it's like mm-hmm. Aaron Eckhart's the main person, and then Michelle Rodriguez is like the girl who's like like the smart scientist girl to like take down the, the like the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. alien space like headship like she knows how to do that, but she's also like fucking kung fu master. Oh yeah, amazing. She's Michelle Rodriguez, amazing, amazing. I can't believe you. Yeah. So what would you pair with it? Dodging Ooh. the question. That's a tough one. Wildly entertaining. Wildly entertaining, but like... Really like bad. You hate, like you hate yourself for liking it. Mm. Oh, you know what I would pair with that? <clears throat> Is a, like, like um, the Chateau Saint-Jean Chardonnay. Really? Yeah, because like... Or like Mount Difficulty. Like only one glass of that because then you get diabetes. <laughs> but like, like a dirty little treat for me, you know, where I'm like, mm-hmm. like every once in a while I want to drink like a obnoxiously oaked Chardonnay. And those are like $15 and I'm yeah. like, this is exactly this is what you want. What I want. It's like Domino's pizza. Yeah. Right. You're mm-hmm. like, I don't, this pepperoni clearly <laughs> is made out of the same thing as the box. Exactly. We know that. Yeah. It's just soaked in something to make it taste differently, but I want it. Do you guys know the mm-hmm. uh, discount code trick with Domino's? No. No. Oh, hold on. Disclaimer. Oh, We're not sponsored by Domino's. We're not sponsored by Domino's. Oh okay. no, the, and they, I probably shouldn't share this. Well, you can. It's when you're, you're when you're like um, when you're ordering Domino's online mm-hmm. and they have promo code, yeah. just type in student and you get fifty mm. percent off when it's delivered to your place. You think I I can't pull that off? They don't. They don't. Check. A, they don't check. They don't ask for your student ID card. What if the the delivery guy is like? You think like they the best care? employee? The, okay, great. Here's my student ID card from UBC from 15 years no, ago. Here's no. my high school ID card. <laughs> <laughs> no, then, for me. Then it's 50% off, and then they get to your door and they make you pay, and then you're like, oh, sorry, I don't have it. Or there goes your tip, bud. I was gonna tip you 50%. I yeah. thought that I thought that was pretty. See, sweet. I would do that. I would Super tip. Sweet. I would tip the difference of what I saved. That's the I would best tip extra because mm-hmm. he's probably a student. Mm-hmm. There you go. The yeah. best part about TikTok is seeing stuff like that. Yeah. Someone showed like a McDonald's code that yeah. you could do and you would get like full employee discounts. Here's a McDonald's code for you. You order food, you eat it, you go home and say, hey, I didn't like this food. It's McDonald's. They're going to give you everything for free. You can do that at Earl's too. Didn't, didn't you return, was it you? Who returned a Christmas tree to Costco? Oh. Like a live, like in February, like, like a live Christmas tree. No, it was not me, but I did hear that story <laughs> yeah. as well. Like someone went to Costco in yeah. February. Was like this tree's dead. They're like, we're Costco. We don't give a fuck. Sure, here's a, here, here's a new tree. Amazing. Okay, sorry. Movie review done. Wine. Wine. We are drinking uh, a natural wine. 
what good. I imagine is natural <laughs> for this natural wine podcast. <laughs> um, from uh, Domaine de Beaurenard, from the Famille Coulon. Um, and they are most known for having a property in Chateauneuf-du-Pape, which is actually on the mm-hmm. uh, label wow. here. So Chateauneuf-du-Pape, for those who don't know, is one of the most prestigious wine growing regions in the world. In the world. Um, very briefly in history, when the Pope was ostracized and moved to France for a certain amount of time. Ostracized? Like, kicked out of, of Italy. Excommunicated? Like, I isn't guess, that, like... Isn't, like, ostracized, like, made fun of? Like, yeah, but they're ostracized from the community. Like, get out of here. I don't know. Those are, those are big words. Those uh, are big words. <laughs> Josh fact. Josh fact. Um, ostracized means... <laughs> Chateauneuf-du-Pape means the Pope's new castle. Oh, so okay. The Pope had a castle there, and he was like, hey, yeah. uh, oh, this is great to, to make in. wine. This is going to be Chateauneuf-du-Pape, and we're going to be allowed to use, I think it's 16 red grape varieties and three white grape varieties. So Chateauneuf- 13 red. Josh fact. Um, so if, if you can grow that many different grape varieties, and I'll be allowed to use those, and you have the, essentially the Pope's blessing and, and that clout behind it, there's not really a ton of bad years in Chateauneuf-du-Pape. Right, there's better ones because there's just want. so much mm-hmm. blending you can do, right? There's, mm-hmm. And like, there's, the rules are pretty loose mm-hmm. in terms of like a, a, a prestigious area like that. Um, so this particular uh, house, the son and daughter, and this is, I think they're a 300-year-old house, maybe even more. Another Josh fact, but it's, it's a pretty... <laughs> this is a Josh strong, fact, strong heavy this wine, <laughs> this wine is also white. <laughs> um, they, they were like, hey, we should do like, we want to do biodynamic wine, we want to do organic wine, we want to do natural wine. And the parents were kind of like, cool, like our property is worth several million euros. We're in Chateau du Pop. Like, it's risky if you've been using chemicals and doing wine a certain way to just stop doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So the kids kind of went down to some property in Southern Rhone, started making wine, doing it biodynamic method to essentially be like, hey, we can do this. So now they're Chateauneuf, I think since 2013? Mm, that I wouldn't know. Maybe 2018, that they are certified biodynamic in their Chateauneuf, um, Chateauneuf du Pape wine. <clears throat> so they're, they're Demeter certified, but this is their, their Côte du Rhone, um, which we've had a bunch of times. Um, we actually did this with a tasting versus another Côte du Rhone from Demain de la Mordere, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. which... I think that, uh, personally, I think the Demain de Mordere is by far the superior wine yeah. in general. But what's fun about this is that it's so not what I had expected. Mm-hmm. It's super fruity. It's super feminine. It's, it's kind of light. It's hot, yeah, acidic. it's light to medium bodied for sure. You're expecting a little bit more from a Cotteron. Yeah. But it's, it's not disappointing in that it's missing something. No, it's just like, it's like yeah. really, really fresh. Fresh. Um, you could... You could drink it maybe even a little bit chilled, mm-hmm. honestly. 14th century. <laughs> you know, a lot of people hate that. Mmm. <laughs> it's got a little bit of grit to it today, it's, though. Yeah, it's because it's a leaf day. Oh, yeah. And it's been open since Saturday. Yeah. But like, so yeah, usually it's a bit, it's quite a bit more fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's still like, it's got grit today, but it's still like, it's got a pretty quick finish. Mm-hmm. Super um, quick finish. And, and the acidity is still there. But it's, yeah, I, I think it's just like a fun, like a fun little wine from a pretty iconic house. I um, like, yeah, I like when you can buy wine um, from 
a crazy iconic house that normally has like this big wine that lots of people don't want to spend money on or can't afford. Mm -hmm. Or don't, I don't want to wait yeah, for it either. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like they introduce something like Ugh. this that's like, yeah, look, I can drink this all the time. Mm -hmm. It's really well made. It's super tasty. It's easy and approachable. And it's sort of that introduction to if you do want to spend the money and take the time, yeah. buy their Chateauneuf. What's your What's your opinion on, on Chateauneuf? So I'm like... I guess some people would consider me a wine snob. I just know what I like. Um, I think my biggest, like, wine, I'm air quoting wine snob thing is, like, Barolo. Like, don't even look at me if the Barolo's not at least 10 or 15 years old. Mm -hmm. Like, because it's, it's so worth the wait. Mm -hmm. um, how do you feel about Chateauneuf du Pop? Because I see people opening, like, 2016 Chateauneuf du Pops, 2015 Chateauneuf I'm like, oh, so like... I don't know. I've, I don't had, know. I've, I've actually been fortunate enough because I'm a huge fan of Rhone. And mm -hmm. so in our cellar, this was like five, ten years ago, we had a ton of Chateauneuf. Um, and we opened it anywhere from five to ten years old. Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was the perfect time. Mm -hmm. like so you it's think after ten might be too much? It might be too much. Well, it, for, and maybe that's just <clears> my palate. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, because I still like some of the freshness and the, and the fruitiness that you get from a Chateauneuf. And so five years might be a little... So seven years, in, yeah, the, yeah. in my opinion, would be like ideal for my palate, what I like and what that, I'm looking for. That's interesting for. because I, I never thought about it that way where like you do... Maybe you do want a bit of fruit with your Chateauneuf, right? Whereas mm -hmm. I'm thinking Barolo, I'm like... I want it to smell like an old cowboy. Yeah. Like I want that's all tar and leather and yeah. like, just like, like I want it to smell like an old basement. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bryce? I have no opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I like wine. I want to talk about natural wine just in general. Okay. And it came up because I saw an article today about Cameron Diaz's new wine. Yeah. I haven't heard about it. Okay, so it's Aveline. Aveline? <clears throat> it's something like that. It sounds like a, like a face cream or a movie yeah. from the future. So they got two wines. They have a rosé. <laughs> face cream? Face cream. Yeah, ice cream. No, face cream. No, face cream. I know. I know. That's hilarious. That's what I it use, sounds like. I use I Aveline. Totally agree. <laughs> she, she should be pouring it's it and then, like, wine. and then being like, and then also you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, reduces Just cover your wrinkles. Face. Yeah. Cleans your pores. <laughs> So they market it as a clean, natural wine. So they, they, they don't market it as a natural wine. No. They market it as a clean, clean wine. So wine. it's very clever. It's very clever marketing. Right. And, and what it, how do they describe edge. clean wine? Like, well, for one thing, it looks pristine. Like the bottle. The like, packaging. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It for looks sure. almost uh, like Skincare laboratory -like. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it's Aveline. <laughs> exactly. I bet you that's what they went for. Their white is from Penedez. Which I could, we should, I we should gonna, get behind. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to contact Cease and see if he knows who's making it. Yeah, because they won't release who made it. Mm. I'm going to text him right now. Let's be the, let's take down Cameron Diaz's watch <laughs> empire real quick. Wait, is she a Scientologist? Because I don't want to fuck around with that. Uh, I don't okay. think so. Yeah, so basically they're, it's like right behind like the clean eating movement. Like don't put stuff in your body that you don't know what it is. Okay. Which is insane because there's tons of sulfites in it and there's a bunch of other, like sulfites aren't horrible, right? But there's a bunch of other chemicals used to like make the wine um, look a whole lot better that they put in it. 
like the bentonite clay, pea protein, cream of tartar, all those other things that they don't put on the label to make it look better. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, I guess the question is, like, what it, like, they're defi- they're making up a new, like, clean wine. They're just making it there's up. No, there's no rules, there's no regulations for that. Right. Which essentially, I mean, like, up until, what, three months ago, natural wine, anybody could have been like, this is a natural wine, because there was no yeah. rules about it. That document disappeared, by the way. Which one? The Vin de Naturel charter. It's gone? I can't find it. <clears throat> Just, if you Google natural wine I did. decanter, it'll I did. be on there. I did. I well, <clears throat> so I guess the, the, so here's my opinion on this. Because you know I always have an opinion. I like to chat. So, mm-hmm. first, first, before you get onto your opinion, I want you guys to explain what natural wine is. Well, or your opinion there, there's, of natural there's a, wine. There's rules now. There's an, actual, there's an actual set of rules to follow in order to become natural wine. Um, so what that is, is you have to use indigenous yeast. It has to be organic or biodynamically farm grapes. Um, it has to be under 30 milligrams per liter of sulfur, I believe, mm-hmm. or SO2. Um, I think those are the three big ones. And then, like, if, if there's, there's, so there's two designations because it's, it's the AOC. Does, does, the, does the natural wine um, uh, designation come with both what you can do in the vineyard and what you can do in the winery? Mm. Yeah. So it has, so it like, covers, it, it has like, to be everything certified from... biodynamic agriculture yeah. or organic. Yeah. And it has to be indigenous yeast with like no, so you can't have any chemicals added in the winery, and it has to be under thirty milligrams of SO two added. It also liter. bans thermovinication, reverse mm-hmm. osmosis, yeah. flash pasteurization, and cross flow filtration. What are, what's cross I don't know flow what most filtration? Are. You just you don't cross streams ever. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their own urinal. Exactly. <laughs> it's not mm. one of those big troughs. It's just yeah. single. So that that's that's what... And the two tags denote but how much sulfites are in it. Because there's go, just two. Let's yeah. go back to what, um, if you think of the natural winemakers that um, Mira Wine represents, that we've yeah. all been exposed to, they're actually not looking to meet any sort of criteria. They're focused on making the best wines with the lowest intervention possible. They're about terroir. They're about, and so whether or not they check the boxes right. doesn't actually matter. And so how do you then differentiate quality natural wine because mm. people aren't focused on checking boxes like what happened with biodynamic, right? You get the certification, people pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, does that make their wine better than another producer who doesn't actually pay for the certification and still makes biodynamic wine? I feel like that's the spirit behind natural wine. Yeah. It's like the pirates of the wine world. Yeah. Right? They do what so they why want. Give, why give them some criteria? I have so much to say about it. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> so the whole idea of natural wine was to kind of just, it's a philosophy, right? I think it's, it's a, such a double-edged sword because now you have rules, which is great to put natural wine into the spotlight. You can have a sticker. People are starting to get into natural wine. And they're going to go, ah, oh, what's natural wine? And you go, oh, cool, right? Like Demeter. Mm-hmm. It's certified natural wine. That's a good thing to promote natural wine, to get it out into the mainstream, which is great for the producers we work with. Most of the producers we work with won't get that certification, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They may not follow those rules. The, the huge thing that I'm worried about, which we're going to see, is bodacious red natural wine. Mm-hmm. 
Wolf Blast natural wine, yeah. right? Like it's just going to bastardize what this whole movement has been about. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, some people are going to make a lot of money and some people might get the credit they deserve, mm -hmm. right? Someone like, like a C cereal who I think should be mm -hmm. renowned for making natural wine. Maybe he gets noticed because of it, the whole culture is elevated. But I think at the end of the day, the, the long-term effect will not be a good one for the brand of natural wine. Mm -hmm. I think that there's going to be a lot, like we, was um, on Saturday night, someone brought a, um, a bottle of orange wine from the Okanagan, right? From a winery that I've, I've had their wine before and I, I their, their wines are pretty good when I first moved here. And I remember being like when I first moved here about what, seven, eight years ago, I was telling people about natural wine and everyone kind of laughed at me because everyone was drinking like Washington and, and Okanagan here in Regina. And now those wines that they were like, try this. And I was like, actually, this isn't so bad. Like, it's pretty good. I think it's too expensive, but this mm -hmm. is kind of a cool medium. Well, that winery is putting out orange wine now and it's fucking dog shit, right? Like, it's not good, but mm -hmm. they're just doing it because they're like, oh, like, it's just like, it's a trend. oh, orange wine. Like, that's the issue. And especially the fact that, I guess, again, the Okanagan has such cool, cool, great wine coming out of right now, natural wine. Yeah. They have such cool stuff coming out that when you have people that have all this money, like imagine like the Mission Hill natural wine that's going to come out. So like, people are going to try it and go like, oh. Is it going to make it harder to get access to, to good natural wine? Like think of consumerism. If mm -hmm. Mission Hill, Mission Hill already has a huge brand. There's so many wineries that have those big giant brands. Right. And then they start making a natural wine or an orange wine. Mm -hmm. And people are going to start buying that. And then the more that happens, if you think of the provinces that have monopolies, that's the only thing that's going to be in the province. And so access to good natural wine mm -hmm. is going to mm -hmm. decrease. Yeah. How yeah. do we prevent that? Well, the, I mean, the, the kind of cool thing, I guess, I mean, that'll, that'll we'll have to wait to be seen is they do have to follow those rules. Mm -hmm. So if Mission Hill wants to make a natural wine, they do have to do it like that. Mm -hmm. So they don't have the skill set to make good natural wine. Right. I don't think that's the argument, though. So they could still make natural <clears throat> so wine, and it's, it's going to be shit. Yeah. Dog and, shit. yeah, and that's what people are going to... So t one of two things could happen is that's what people are going to um, associate natural wine with, mm. and they're going to hate it. Mm. And so when they actually have access to good natural wine, they're not going to want to have it, mm -hmm. or they're going to think that that's what natural wine tastes like, and then when they have good natural wine, think that's shit. Does it have anything about added sugar for natural wine because that's oh. going to be a big because they're just going to dump a bunch of white sugar in their in their wine yeah like 16 percent natural cab from osoyas <laughs> no <'cause> what... <laughs> no i don't think it does have anything about mm. natural sugar but like does it i say anything about capitalization the charter has disappeared wow like i said Maybe they're taking it back. Maybe, maybe people are like, "No, we don't want to do that." And who created the charter? The AOC. It was a bunch of it was a bunch really? of natural wine makers, essentially. That that like got together, but yeah. it was it's it's like AOC. Apparently, there's a huge certified. email chain about it. Really? Somewhere. Can we get on that? I don't know. That's your territory. Yeah, it'd be cool. Get do in the it. matrix. It'd be cool to see what do they it. were talking about. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. It's a pretty. It's a pretty like, I don't know, for for people like us like i think it's it, gonna it's gonna affect our business right like it's going mm -hmm. to but i don't i think we can position ourselves in a way that it it is beneficial 
for us to have shit natural wine out there. So we, we have to have a second For label. sure. We got it. We got it. Maybe no, we could no, do. No, no, we're no, small no. producer. We're small producer people. Yeah. We're not. We you don't have, have to have any separate label. We're gonna represent like not good natural wine. No. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. no. Oh, I thought you were like, let's represent, like, make some money. No, I'm no. glad that. I'm, I'm like, glad that. We can do, I'm for, I'm for that. We're going to have a different name. And people are like, have you heard about this terrible wine agency? But like, those guys are a joke. Near a wound? It's <laughs> yeah. That we, we could do that. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's, it's beneficial even if it's shit. Okay, so you're saying like the the like there's no such thing as bad press. There's no such thing as yeah. bad press. Even if it tastes like shit, mm-hmm. that just gives us the opportunity because that means even mediocre natural wines will absolutely blow people away. Because I would say right now, like the amount of like really really horrible natural wine that just people like just doing it for a trend that I tasted, it. I haven't tasted that many. Some of the wines that we bring in, like, yeah, there's some that are okay that I would never order again, but there's some that are amazing, right? So we're kind of dealing with, like, medium and good and great. So there's going to be, like, a whole flood of, like, a, a whole new level of just yeah dog shit wine yeah. coming in. Yeah. And I think I think that's good for us. And I'm excited to see, like, what, like, because obviously, like, these major houses are going to, like, bend the rules as much as they can, right? Because they can't. Like, you can't, you can't compete. Like, you don't have the skill set right. to make, like, like in the day, you need someone to make good wine without manipulation. So you have to buy land, for sure, because they've sprayed chemicals on their land. So they can afford to buy land, and they can afford to hire mm-hmm. winemakers and whatnot. So they're, they're I guess... Is, is it more valuable, possibly? though? Like, how many years do you have to be um, chemical-free in order to become biodynamic? It, dep- it has to grow out of the soil. It has to be organic. It doesn't have to be biodynamic. Yeah. Okay, so organic. either way, though, is it is that length of time shorter than buying land and planting vines that you could just then for, for, get grapes for, from? For organic, yeah, because for organic, you can just stop spraying for one year. For biodynamic, it literally has to grow out of the soil. Okay. So, like, some wineries... The soil has to be tested. Yeah. yeah. It's not, some I don't think it's years, right? Oh, it's 15 years sometimes. Yeah, but you have to... It's not necessarily it's based soil. on years. Yeah. It's based on... It's based on soil. Chemical. So, they yeah, come the and test samples, your soil, yeah. and it has to be, like, basically nothing. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it can be... But, so, for organic, you can just change that. Mm-hmm. Right? But, but will your vines survive? Like, mm-hmm. right? Like, they've been... And especially, man, like... Especially... Is it, there's anything about irrigation we don't know. Right? Like, especially I'm thinking in the Okanagan is those, those vines are like, they're babied for sure. Right. They only do topsoil. They're all so, irrigated. So if you take away the chemicals and then if you can't irrigate, I don't know if that's a rule or not. These vines Why would irrigation um, not be part of natural winemaking? Well, it's water. So I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of stuff where I think the cool thing about natural wine is it's what wine should taste like for that year and that mm-hmm. producer and that grape. But it doesn't mean that they're not irrigating. But that's should they? That's the question. I right? think. I think. Should they irrigate? I think you can if you need to. What I'm saying about a lot of pla- like the major places in the Okanagan is like they over irrigate. Mm-hmm. But those vines are they don't. There's they're no lazy. To their you're not really yeah. getting any terroir then. Yeah. No, of course not. So yeah. of course not. No, they're just like so. Imagine like you're you're taking away their their chemical protection. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, you need to get some terroir going, so we can't over irrigate them. Like, are they, those, I don't think those vines will survive. They'll probably freeze up for at least a couple of years. So it mm-hmm. might be more, like, economically sound for them to buy, buy land, land or buy, like, mm. approach. Buy 
by grapes. The other, yeah. That's the other part of it is that economically you could be setting up people who are already doing organic mm-hmm. grape mm-hmm. selling to be much yeah. more profitable. Yeah. Right? Like some of the guys but, like Sea Spice. But that also drive the price down because you have people being like, same thing's happening in Penedes, right? Yep. All of a sudden they're selling it for, they're, right now they're selling it for like, let's say a dollar a kilo. But then, you know, Mission Hill's like, I'm going to buy all of it. And you're like, sweet, I don't got to worry about it. But I'm only going to pay you 50, 50 cents. cents. And you go, okay, it's worth it. And then 10 years, it's like, we'll pay you 25 cents. Mm-hmm. And now you can't make a living. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the other, the other possibility. I just yeah. got really depressed because Why? wine shouldn't be about making it to make money. Mm. I think that's why natural wine is so interesting to me is because it's like true wine. It's that's farmers, what, that's man. Who it's people, that's the people what I, that yeah. make this wine are. But that's what you have people like us for is to sift through all that bullshit and be like, this is a real person. We've met this person. Mm-hmm. We've been to their house. Mm-hmm. We've been mm-hmm. to their farm. They make wine this way, and they sell it for this price, mm-hmm. and it tastes real good. It tastes you should real buy good. this. So, will that benefit them, or this will be benefit them? Because I 100% believe that shit natural wine will benefit the good natural wine producers. Because we can bring a bottle similarly priced to a place, <laughs> yeah, even a little more, and do them side by side. They're screwed. I wonder what mass-produced natural it, wine would taste like. It, but disgusting, I feel like. I don't know. I know, because that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to taste it and go, oh, our wine sucks. If <laughs> yeah. you can't add anything to it, it's really shit. So what, then it's like, okay, now we're going to be a chemist. What can we add to this legally and still call it natural wine? How do we get around this? Because they don't know how to base. make wine. They don't have... <clears throat> The, okay. the main ingredient. Okay, that's which fine is great. Not that, that <laughs> side of things, but then look at consumers and even consumers now. Like the people's palates mm. crave sugar. They yes. crave sweet. Um, oh yeah. So Can it's hard to compete even today to get people to try different types of wine than some of those big brands that are out there. Mm-hmm. Now we're introducing a whole new layer of complexity. So I I get it. It's gonna there's no bad press. Your natural wine will actually start being talked about, mm-hmm. but then how, who's going to buy it? Josh. Who's going to buy the good stuff? Josh. <laughs> I will. I'll bring it in and sell it to our clients. No, he'll just drink it all himself. <laughs> 30%. Like he does with all the orange wine. <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a whole stock of the mm-hmm. last of the cereal orange wine at my house. Mm-hmm. And someone, someone was, who was in on Saturday? Oh, I forget. Someone was like, because I had one down there. And they went. They like were looking at the menu and they saw it. And like, can I buy that? I was like, it's not no, for, not, it's for, not sale. for sale. It's a hundred dollar bottle of wine, by the way. And I'm like, no, no, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went through a stock count, and Josh was like, "There's only four left." Yeah. Four cases or four bottles. Four bottles. Bottles. It's done. Crazy. And then he immediately emailed the cease. Yeah. For so next we have, year, we have 300 bottles of the 2019. Perfect. Reserved. Perfect. So get ready, tasting group. We're gonna do two months back to back. Just orange. Just four of the four same bottles. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna taste them side by side, look for bottle variants, mm. and then we'll do the same thing the month after. <laughs> one will be hot, one will be cold. We'll do them in different glasses. Yes. I like. I'm, I'm very like. I'm. I'm. 
it's kind of an exciting time for 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 natural wine and for someone like me who's been following it like for for like for 10, a long for 10, time 15 years like this is like this is the biggest thing that's happened to natural wine i think since. and it's not even official yet well it was last i read you know, I have, a, I have a subscription to, to Decanter. We should look it up in Decanter magazine. That's, that's what he's on. No, but I have like a, a subscription to the actual, like it's like the like the articles and that. Okay. Yeah. So the <laughs> other thing is that it's only, um, like you can you. It's, what am I trying to say here? You don't have to sign up for this. No, it's voluntary. The, it's voluntary. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Completely yeah. voluntary. But, but then you can't put so like, it's you like, can't put you can't put Vin method. Yeah, it's it's Demeter, right? Like we know, like how many of our wines here that are biodynamic have a Demeter certification? Probably eight percent, maybe ten, mm. right? Mm -hmm. But I know that they're that biodynamic. They're biodynamic. Yeah. Surreal yeah. doesn't have one. Yeah. I think the only ones that have one is these guys. Um, Columbia has it because it costs money. Yeah. Right. And and most. And that's kind of what the cool thing is. It's almost like if you see a wine that has the natural wine sticker, you're like, oh, that's shit. Because, yeah. like, real natural winemakers will be like, I'm not paying they don't for that. Care. No. Yeah. Like, think about the, like, the, what is it, the, the gang of... The gang of four. Gang of four, right? Yeah. Who started natural wine, really, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like, the re... They're pioneers, yeah, yeah. The reinvention of yeah. it, I would say. They don't care. No, there's. The Are they even part of this? <laughs> For sure, no. They don't need to be. I don't give a shit. Like, is Gravner on here? No. No. Right? Is Marcel like is like Marcel Pierre on there? No. Guy Breton? No. He's no. not Demeter certification. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's gangster shit. <laughs> That's OG natural wine gangster shit. <laughs> exactly. So I don't think it'll change anything, other than. I mean, it'd be no different than, like, professional sports, right? Whoa, big jump. Tell me. Well, like, if you don't know anything about it, why would you go and watch it? Like, so, the NBA, <clears throat> right? I would go watch that sport in Florence. I don't know anything about it. But now we know <laughs> stuff about it. We didn't even know it existed. It's like rugby. It's no. With MMA. No, it's a, it's a prison riot. Yes. It's with a, a ball. It's and amazing. Points. It's insane. That's crazy. That should be a mirror wine goal. Yeah, we're going we'll to, go Florence. to Florence when that's happening. <laughs> and we're watching. And we're gonna it. be like, oh yeah, we have to go to this uh, wine festival. Be like, is it a natural wine festival? Be like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, we just gotta go this time of year. It's called blood <laughs> and blood. <It's, laughs> you gotta watch the sport. It's insane. Okay. They, so teams line up. Yeah. They throw a ball in the air. Yeah. And like, so me and Bryce would just square up. Yeah. And fist fight. We would literally fist, fist fight. Like, what does the ball have to do with it? We don't know. There's a ref too, <laughs> and you throw what? it like Nets? over. A, there's a why is there a goalie? Yeah, there's a goalie. So you got to pin the so you, your team stays in the back. It's like twenty one <laughs> on twenty one, and then the guys in the front like beat the shit out of each other and pin each other down until there's enough guys pinned, and then you try and like rugby style the ball up. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, you only yeah. play two games a year. Yeah, if yeah, you win. of course. Because yeah. how many in like? There's four teams. You have to be from that part of Florence to be on the team. To be born in that part. To be born in that part of Florence to play on the team. Otherwise, you don't. Where play. did you guys read about this? It's on Netflix. It's a show. It's called Home Game. It's called Home Game. No it's one way. episode. You should watch it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's got one episode. Yeah. Yeah. There's two games. So you go. You play against Team White. Plays against Team yeah. Blue. Winner plays against Team Green. That's yeah. it. There's no prize money. 
There's no trophy. They're not professionals. Yeah. Regular dudes. All right. And these are the scariest men you've seen in your life. There's a guy in that in that in that show. He was like, I my wife and I moved ourselves to the specific district, even though we live outside of it, to have the baby and then move back. Yeah. So really? that he could so play could in play the future. In the future. Oh my god. Yeah. It's insane. Why would you want your son to play a game like that? It's so it comes. Is it 14th like century? Yeah. So it comes from um, Florence was like a walled city. Yeah. And the the enemy was like doing a siege essentially, and then they were going to attack. So they're up on. You can they, see they could see them. in. Yeah. So they were like, "Fuck it, we're going to play this sport against each other to show them how insane we are." And the people in the army were like, "These guys are fucked. Like this is they're and doing dude, it to each other." What are they going to do to us? Yeah, they still got invaded, but you'd be like, "Oh God." This is gonna hurt. Like these guys are nuts, and now it's still a sport. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Wow. It's crazy. Was the guy broke his ribs? Yep. Like people lose their eyes. It's like a full like. It's not like we like like Greg like like high school wrestle. Like, yeah. Me and Bryce, fucking street fight in the dirt. <laughs> in the that's dirt. the other thing. It's not like it's padded. <laughs> no, it's grass. In the dirt. It's yeah. It's like a Coliseum it's, fight. It's like 45 minutes straight. There's no <laughs> whistles. There's no halftime. Why are there refs? What are the refs I don't know. For? I think he just throws the ball just in. Just to score, <laughs> score points. Oh, the other thing is if you miss the goal, oh, yeah. the other team scores half a point. Half a point. Wow. It's, it's amazing. Probably, like, <laughs> like, I, I want to petition right now. Like, we need to bring that, to, that game to North America. Two games. Like we, we need to we need to bastardize it and whitewash it. But like, I want to watch that shit. Yeah, it's the closest thing we're gonna get to like, like Running Man. But you don't watch like Snagger. MMA or anything like that. No, because it's, because it, like I don't get it. But like, if there's a ball, you don't get and they're scoring points, I'm like, fuck yeah. So add a ball to it, yeah. and that makes it. Like, I'm not a fighter. I don't want to fight. I don't want to see two right. guys. I want to see 21 guys fight, and then one guy score a goal, and then yeah. they all shake hands at the end. Yeah, that's what I want to get. I think I don't like. I think for UFC, for me, I don't, I don't like the brand of people that it's like geared toward. Like I don't like Rockstar Energy Drinks or oh, like okay. raised up trucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, steroids, yeah. hitting my wife, What's things wrong like with that. Steroids. Yeah. I don't like I don't like all those things. Steroids just make you more of what you are. Yeah, an asshole. An asshole. <laughs> a danger to society. Can what you imagine? Steroids do to you. I've been so <laughs> make me, I guess, normally angry. I don't know. I was I was in Montreal. You just talk more. They had a UFC fight and it happened to be downtown. And the danger level is probably the scariest I've ever felt in my life in Montreal. When the UFC fight let out, you get a bunch of fucking Jacked up guys from Laval, <laughs> just like yeah, I want to fight somebody. It's like it's like coming out of the movie theater after people go watch Fast and the Furious, and everyone peels out of the parking lot in their Oldsmobile. It's fucking dangerous. You For can't... the record, I love the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> it's true, favorite movie. You can't, you can't, you can't just get all those guys excited and then like they can't pick up girls. They're gonna go to the bar, like try and talk to a girl, and they're gonna be like no, and then they're gonna be like yeah. <laughs> Let's go beat up some people at McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's getting the octagon, right? <laughs> That's dangerous. That's the real danger of UFC. I don't think the people themselves, highly skilled athletes. Don't get me wrong. Not my thing. Totally cool if you are, but like it's, it's the it's the, the other, aftermath. It's the other people. Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny though? If like every sport was like that. Like you got let out of a hockey game and guys just like started. They just had to play hockey in the streets. Well, I was, I was, <laughs> they're like, oh, I got it. Uh. I will say this: in, in Montreal, we do have a history of, of riding after hockey games. We turn into UFC fans. Whether we win or lose, we ride. Oh, right. So it's got yeah. nothing to do with the sport. 
No, just we, for a general. In Montreal, we just like to riot. We love a good riot in Montreal. Win or lose. I've been, I've been downtown. I haven't been a part of the riot, to make that clear. But I have been in a riot twice in my life. Like, next to a burning cop car. And I've been knocked over by riot police, actually. Hmm. Yeah, we lost to the Bruins first. No, we won. We beat the Bruins <laughs> in the first round. That's amazing because like, you don't know if yeah, you won. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like 2007, probably. I was downtown, and I'm, we, we were, at, we're at a bar right next to the, the hockey, like the, the Bell Center. And we're watching the game, and we're celebrating because we're going to the second round. And then we're watching the riot happen. And they have the helicopter, and I'm like, that's like two blocks away. I'm going to go check this out. Great idea. I'm hammered. And I went and like... That's a terrible that's idea. a terrible idea. It's I went Josh, by myself too. It's a Josh idea. Well, you got you to gotta live life. You got to experience that, you know? So I went on St. Catherine Street and it literally it was like, Jeez. it was empty. Broken windows. There was a police car on fire 10 yards away from me. Like, I'll never forget it. I was like, this is insane. And like people in masks like just running out of the... Mad Max shit. Yeah. The street lights were off. Mm. And I was in the corner of, I think it was, not Dylan Montagne, maybe Stanley. Like the, the block past Dylan Montagne. I was on St. Catherine Street, and I was just kind of standing there, and around the corner, this, this crew of riot guys came, like riot police, probably 20 of them in a row to block the whole sidewalk, and they had the shields, and they were like, boosh, boosh, like, move, and I'm like, I was like, oh, shit, like, hey, man, I'm not, like, part of this, and I never forget, I was like, they were, like, here, and the guy hit me to move me, and I was like, no, like, I'm, I'm on your side. Whatever I'm saying. And I turned around. Side. I turned around and I fucking boom into a parking meter and I went down. And they like did that and I was like, ah! And they left me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I went back to the pub. My friend's like, what happened? I'm like, oh man, it was crazy. I go to a fight with a riot yeah. police. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, but UFC, God. way more dangerous. <laughs> well, that's a true story. That's not a joke. That's been a true uh, story. Uh, it turned into an amazing episode of Van mm-hmm. Tom with Josh Price and Leah. This you, this might be like potential Juno nomination. <laughs> yeah, right? Whatever the podcast awards in Canada are, the Junos is that what they are? They have to have a category for for podcast, no? No, they should. Shove one more shot of Jameson. Yeah, let's do Sign it. Sign yourselves out. I'm down. We have to get ready for our rosé virtual tasting. We should text Dougie. Dougie. Doug Reichel. Um, which we will be doing every month, Virtual Wine Tasting Club. Correct. And if you really want to know, Leah will always pick the wines for these because Josh is a moron. I'm just more prepared. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. And these are all very, I would say... Approachable. Approachable. Cheap and cheerful, we call them, right? Yep. Cheap and cheerful, available a little more broadly. Yeah. Still yeah. focus on quality. Yes. Yeah. We're trying to educate people. Yeah. Yeah. Introduce people. So maybe, maybe like two years we'll do like a Mission Hill natural wine. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Cheers to that. I'm worried about Costco natural wine. Oh. They're gonna oh. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's going to be good. Thanks, Wanda Construction. Cheers. It's been another episode of Vin Capitan. Josh, Bryce, Leah. Special returning guest. I think that's what they call them on TV. Yeah. Every two weeks. Every two weeks. We will. Kirkland natural wine is terrifying, actually. It, I, it I, is I, terrifying. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Because they'll, they'll just buy, like, they can go buy, like, Clos Courtois Vineyard. Yeah. The best wines in the world. They'll like, just yeah, that's our pick now. someone and they'll be like, nah, that's mine. I do like that. <clears throat> Here's what I love about Kirkland is that they just put Kirkland, like, they're like, fuck it. Like, Kirkland Premier Cru Chablis. And you're like, 
what a joke. And you drink it, you're like, this is delicious. It's not a joke. Yeah. But they just have like... Kirkland? Chat, like not even Chateau Kirkland. No, it's Kirkland. Kirkland. Like the same label. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not fucking around. No. Why waste they, time on they, that? They have a thing like, like a, what do you call that? Like a vertical... They own the vineyard, they own the processing plant, they own the trucks. Oh, like they a own, complete... It's a, a vertical economic thing. A lot of drug dealers have that. I've been watching the business of drugs. We'll talk about that is next week. Is it good? You haven't watched it? I haven't watched it yet. We'll I've, been watching, I've been watching Sons of Anarchy. We'll talk about that next week. Everyone watch the business of drugs. It's fantastic. Business of drugs. See you next week. Peace. Bye, everybody.